Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Abba Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit, rest on us. Hallelujah. Good morning to each of you who have joined our prayer call. This is the day that our Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. How are you guys doing this third day of the fast? Hallelujah. Third day. This is our third day in. Hope you all are doing well. We bless the Lord this morning. We bless you in the name of the Lord. And we thank you for joining our prayer call. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to our bishop and Lady A, and we bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We also want to say good morning and send blessings to our call controller, our prayer call controller this morning, Sister Kemma Joseph. We bless you, Sister Kemma. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. Good morning, Minister Randall. We bless you, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Sister Charlene. Good to hear your voice. How are you this morning? Thank you, sir. I am well. Thank you. Blessed. Highly favored of the Lord, as we all are, right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Our prayer request and any praise reports will be offered up by Sister Brandy Goods. Sister Brandy, how are you doing t- this morning? Good morning. I am doing well. Good morning to everyone that's on the call. Amen, sis. We bless you. Without further ado, let's go before Father God together in unity where he commands the blessing. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Abba, Abba, Father. We bless you today, Jesus, with everything that is within us. We thank you for this day that you have made. And we truly, God, rejoice in you. Father, we thank you, dear God, that you've allowed us another opportunity where we can come together in unity, in unity, to lift up this offering to you, God, the offering of prayer for the saints, the offering of prayer on behalf of others, Father. And we yield wholeheartedly to your spirit, God. We are hidden with Christ in you, Father, it's not of ourselves that we speak, but it is your Holy Spirit through us, dear God. Father, we thank you that your Holy Spirit activates every word that you have spoken out of our mouths this morning, every word that you speak forth to bring life, dear God, to whatever you desire this morning. Have your way, Father. Have your way, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Randall, we're ready for you. Thank you so much, um, Sister Charlene. Appreciate that. 
just want to give honor to God this morning for he is the creator of our lives and he's given us this great and awesome day to just feast with what he has served for us this morning. I want to give honor to my bishop and pastor, Sue Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith this morning for allowing me this opportunity to uh, grow and, and, and to present this morning's uh, morning devotion. I want to acknowledge the clergy that is on the line from all around the world this morning. Also want to thank God for the universal body of Christ that is on the line, especially my new destiny family this morning. This morning's devotion is about the power of belief. Believe in what is written. And this has been such a wonderful series thus far this month that Bishop Smith has been teaching on. And as a part of the preparation for this this morning, I was thinking about something that I wrote in my notes from Sunday, that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I trust that that is what God wants us to know this morning, that if we don't believe in what we believe in, then we'll believe anything anybody says at any time. So this morning's devotion comes from the book of Matthew, the fourth chapter, and it's the fourth verse. And it simply says, but he answered, and he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So let us get from some earlier scripture reference, especially from uh, the, the first 11 verses in this uh, uh, chapter of the fourth chapter of Matthew to help us understand why this fourth verse is the power verse of this chapter for this morning's devotion. As we begin this time of corporate fasting and prayer, and we also invite all of our guests of the prayer call to join us in this fast and prayer. If you have not already, like Sister Charlene said, it's just the third day. It's okay to hop in where you can and get 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 on board because something's going to happen from these next 19 days. But because this, in this chapter we're seeing, because this is how we can conquer everything that the devil is trying to do to us, he's trying to say to us, we can conquer the devil, but we can also, we can release the blessings of God in our lives during this time of fasting. So let us just take a look here and see what is actually leading us to focus so much on this fourth verse. We may be in a wilderness or about to enter one as we start this fast to make room for God and to experience deliverance and breakthrough in every area of our lives. And maybe it's for someone else in our lives that we're connected to. So breaking apart Matthew 4 and 4 can help us understand the power of belief according to what is written, as Bishop Smith has been teaching us on this month. We will be tempted. We will get hungry. We'll want to retreat back to what's familiar and comfortable to us. That's why this devotion is so timely in that we accept the challenge that we might gain priceless victory in our lives. In verses 1 through 11, it's simply describing Jesus' temptation in the wilderness 
Because after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, Jesus is facing three different temptations from Satan. And we're tempted in those same ways. It says in Luke 10 and 19 that we have been given power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. So each of these temptations was an attempt to lure Christ into abusing his power to take immediately what God the Father has promised to provide later. The enemy is always going to try and lure us through temptation to do something before God is ready for us to do that. So it's so important that our spirits are in the right place according to what we believe and also according to what is written that we don't move before God allows us to move. So Jesus resists each of the temptations with a quote from the book of Deuteronomy refusing to rebel against the plans of God the Father. And finally, Jesus refuses to worship in exchange for the kingdoms of the earth. He tells the devil to leave and angels come to minister to him. So when you get weak, remember, people of God, that Jesus will send angels to minister to help you because the temptations of the enemy are very enticing. But it's so important that we remember what is written, that God is with us, that man shall not, he, he, we should not have what the enemy is trying to lure us with because it's so important that we remember what God is doing in this moment as we're fasting. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when we get weak, we will have help to help us endure the rest of our fast. So Jesus says that after he fasted for 40 days in the wilderness, after Jesus fasted for 40 days in the wilderness, he was hungry. And so fasting, I need to make this point, that fasting does not require that a person have no food at all for the entire period of the fast. Please understand that, because given that Jesus was in the wilderness, however, it might be speculated that he went entirely without food and only took to water. That being the case, his body would have been aching to eat something, anything. So here is the first of Satan's temptations to Jesus is designed to exploit his human and his physical appetite. What it is that we our flesh desires can be uh, restrained by what our spirit is strengthened to do. So he challenges Jesus to turn rocks into loaves of bread if he is the Son of God. But Jesus knows who he is, just like we should know who we are. If we have Jesus in our lives, then we are heirs of Christ. But Jesus knows who he is, so this trick of the devil can't work on you either. You should not be questioning who you are. You should be pushing towards becoming more like Christ during this time. You're a child of God. So now the point of the temptation 
and the remark that is being made here is to provoke Jesus into acting independently of God the Father. Satan's goal is to cause Jesus to sin through exercising his own will instead of the Father's will, something we also have to be very careful with, that we are not operating independent of God, that we are hearing what God has to say, we are following the leading of the Holy Spirit, and we are getting our download in our spirit of what we're supposed to be doing and how we are supposed to be doing. So we never want to try and exercise our own will, but we are trying to do our best to hear what God is saying and follow what God is saying. So Jesus understood clearly that the Father meant for him to endure temptations in his physically weakened condition. But in our weakness, we know this, that his strength is made perfect. I love that Jesus resisted each temptation while quoting this scripture from Deuteronomy 8 and 3, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So Jesus tells Satan in no uncertain terms that he will live on obedience to the Father's word before giving into his appetite for food. So shall we. We are not going to give in to anything of the enemy, but we want to live on obedience to the Father's word. When Jesus responds to this temptation by saying it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, he believes what his Father has instructed him. He knows who he is. He knows why he's fasting and for what he's fasting for. So he knows, and he doesn't have to hear what the enemy is saying. So he's quoting the word that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Nothing was more important to the Lord Jesus than to carry out the word and will of his heavenly father. And this even includes dealing with his legitimate needs and those natural human desires that are not sinful in and of themselves, but which do become sinful when we engage in them independently of our Heavenly Father. But what are our priorities? We know what Jesus's were, but what are our priorities? Jesus's priorities, again, throughout his life, throughout his life, placed obedience to his Heavenly Father's will and his word, and as the highest priority in his life, that's what Jesus was placing first, as it should be for all of us as God's blood-bought children. It should be our Father's will and our Father's word as our top priorities in life, as well as the strength of how we're doing our fast. When we choose to believe the word and live by every word that precedes the mouth of God, we live our lives in total dependence on our Heavenly Father. This is how we're expected to live our lives. So let us seek to be obedient to the word and to the will of God as we partake of this awesome time of fasting and praying and be prepared to repeat no matter what the enemy tries 
to put on us over these next 19 days. Let us repeat it, that it is written. Let this come from our hearts. Let it come from our spirit. Let it come from our mouths. Let us repeat it as many times, as often as we need to. I will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let us seek to be obedient to the word. Let us seek to be obedient to the will. Let us stay yielded before our Father, that his priorities become our priorities, and that we can resist the enemy at every turn because we know who we are and we know whose we are. Let us pray. Father, we think that you're muted, sir. Okay. Well, we will continue in prayer. Thank you, Minister Randall. Can we declare in the atmosphere, Abba, Father, we believe you. Can we join together and say that in unity with a new commitment? Our Father, we believe you. We believe you, Daddy. Sister Brandy, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together and believe together as she prays. Good morning. We have several requests. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We have a request from the Showers and Evangelism Ministry, and they sent in requesting prayer for several individuals for housing, um, for salvation, for righteousness, for employment, for um, mental healing, and for physical healing. We also have a request from DeAndre Taylor. He's requesting prayer, saying, please stand in the gap for Anthony Lucas for salvation and peace within the family. He also sent in another request asking for us to stand in agreement for full deliverance for Alex from past traumatic experiences. And then we have another request from Kiana, She's saying, please cover me in my career. Please let my candidate get promoted that I selected and cover my family and my household and heal and cover the world. So, Father God, we just come to you this morning giving you thanks, giving you praise for who you are. You are a mighty God. You are a God who hears our prayers and you answer them while we are yet speaking. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God that you are a healer, you are a deliverer, you are a way maker. We thank you, Lord God, just for who you are, who you are to us, Lord God. We thank you for your goodness, Lord God. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and we come into your courts with praise, Lord God, before we make any petition, Lord God. And we just want to praise you, Lord, and we want to thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory that is due your name, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you, 
and we lift up each petition in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for those who are in need of housing and employment in the mighty name of Jesus. We call on Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God who provides for his people. Father God, we pray and ask that you would make ways where there seemed to be no way, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would go before them and Open up doors, Lord God, doors of provision, Lord God, doors for housing and shelter, Lord God, um, doors for security, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would, you are the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, you said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, Lord God. So, Father, we ask that you would make a way that you would provide, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father, may they see you. Father, reveal yourself to them, Lord God. May they know that you are good, Lord God, and that you are for them, Lord, and that you will make a way, Lord God. May they taste and see the goodness of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for those that need salvation. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, you came to seek and save the lost, Lord God. Father, you are not willing that any should perish, but that all will come into the knowledge of the truth, Lord God. So, Father God, we come and we lift up each individual, Lord God, and we say, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Lord God. We say, save now, Lord Jesus. Father God, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the blinders and the scales will be removed from their eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you would give them eyes to see, Lord God, and ears that will hear in the mighty name of Jesus, and a heart that will perceive in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray that you would draw them by your Holy Spirit, for your word says no one can come to you except they be drawn by the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, we pray that you would draw them with your loving kindness in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that in this time of harvest, harvest, Lord God, that you will send forth laborers into the harvest, Lord God, that you will send laborers across their path in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, those who will be able to speak a word in season, Lord God, Father, and those that will have a word for them in their bellies, Lord God, and Father, that when they speak, Lord God, that they will have a ear to hear, Lord God, and that they will receive the word in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that as you send laborers along their path, Lord God, that one will plant the seed, another will water the seed, Lord God, but it is you who will give the increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we also pray in the name of Jesus, that you would heal those, Lord God, whether it be physical healing, emotional healing, or mental healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would heal, deliver, and set free, Lord God. We also pray this for Alex, Lord God, that you would deliver him from his past, Lord God. You are a deliverer. And, Father God, we pray 
that the emotional healing and deliverance that is needed, Lord God. Father, we pray that you would break every chain and every fetter, Lord God, that every enslaving yoke will be broken and destroyed upon his life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you would heal the pain and the hurt that is associated by the event, the traumatic event in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you would give him a heart to forgive those who offended him in the name of Jesus. May he choose to forgive Lord God, Father, we pray that he would have peace, Lord God, peace in his heart, peace in his mind in the name of Jesus, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we pray that he would turn to you, Lord God, and that he would seek you to for his to refuge in the mighty name of Jesus, for you are a place of refuge, Lord God. You are a healer, you are a deliverer in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for those that need healing in their bodies, Lord God. Your word says that you were wounded for our transgressions, you were bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement that brought us peace was upon you. And with every stripe that you bore, Jesus, we were healed. So Father, we decree and we declare that those that need healing in their bodies, Lord God, we declare that by your stripes they are healed. We declare that they are made whole because your blood has purchased healing and wholeness for them in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus to cover them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind all sickness and disease and curse it to the root, and we call their healing to Bring forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we also just lift up those and ask that you would cover each individual, cover their families, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would meet every need, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for all that you will do and all that you are doing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Brandy. And according to Matthew 18 and 19, we are more than two here. If two of us, the word says, if two of us shall agree on earth as touching anything that we ask, it shall be done of our Father in heaven. So we know that Father God has heard us and our petitions have been granted. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Randy Minister Randall, excuse me, Minister Randall, we want to quickly swing back to Minister Randall before hearing from our bishop this morning. Minister Randall, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Thank you, Sister Charlene. Um, I just want to just encourage everyone to just make time to uh, meditate on Matthew 4 and 4. It's a powerful piece of scripture. And just allow God to lead you in this time of uh, fasting and prayer to where he wants you to be. Amen. Thank you, sir. Bishop, we now yield to you, sir. Do you have anything that you'd like to share with us this morning? Well, I want to say good morning to everyone that's on the line. Good morning, uh, Sister Charlene, Minister Randall, Sister Brandy. Good morning to our church family and all those that are on the line this morning. Man, it's the third day of our time of consecration, time of fasting, and time of prayer. And the only thing I want to say here is that the key to fasting is praying the word. Uh, You know, if you're not praying the word, uh, you're just on a diet, and I've said that for years. Um, So it's more than just being on a diet when we're 
consecrating ourselves before the Lord. Um, we're allowing God to search our hearts. We're going deeper in our relationship that we have with God. I believe that's the key. The number one thing is that, that's going to help you is the Word of God. It's going to help you overcome, first of all, um, the mental anguish that we suffer when we're dealing with any type of situation that's not favorable. And so the Word brings stability to your soul. It is key. If you're sick, you're on the line, you're sick. The Bible tells us that fasting brings forth healing speedily, meaning that the body give it, uh, you know, allows itself to rest and begin to release toxins that are in our system. So that's key. Not only does the body rest, the mind needs to rest. Jesus says in Matthew's Gospel, the 11th chapter, when we come unto him, he says, we'll have rest, we'll find rest in our souls. And so, as Minister Randall said this morning, we can't live by bread alone, but we live by the words that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The Bible tells us, every word of God is God-breathed. That's powerful. Every word of God is God breathe. May God breathe on you this morning with his word. Because in the breath of God, there's life. In the breath of God, there's blood. We understand the power of the blood. and There can be no life without the blood. So as God breathe on you this morning, may he begin to cause the newness of life to begin to rejuvenate you, the newness of life to restore you, and the newness of life to equip you for what lies ahead. So I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to attend service. We're going to just chase after God in worship. We're going to go after God in prayer. We're going to get before God. We're going to cry out before our God. And our God will hear us, but most of all, our God will answer us because we believe. So, God bless you. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all, and may you have a wonderful day. God bless. Sister Charlene. God bless. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude our call today. Again, please come out to the Pittsburgh campus at 7 o'clock for midweek service, our a prayer and worship tonight. Can we commit to come out and chase after God together in unity? Amen. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click connect. Scroll down and enter your prayer request. Corporate prayer will be held this Saturday morning at 7 a.m. at the Pittsburgh campus. For those of you who cannot physically come out to the campus, please join us by way of live stream. But we do ask that you please sacrifice to come out together in unity. Come out physically to the campus. We'll be in Pittsburgh. Lastly, as we open the lines this morning to pray, we ask that each one, please pray in the Spirit. Please pray in your heavenly language. For those of you who do not 
Think in tongues or pray in the spirit. We ask you to simply just give, usher up a prayer of thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Randall, Sister Brandy, Sister Kemma, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others to join us on the prayer call Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. Let's let's go before Father God once again before we close out the call. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your people this morning. I pray for every intercessor that has woken up this morning to stand together in unity on behalf of someone else. Your word says to pray ye one for another that ye may be healed. So, Father, I thank you, dear God, for your healing power being over and in your intercessors. Father, I pray that you anoint your intercessors' heads, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you bless them, Father. Make your face shine upon them, Lord. Pour out your spirit on them, God. Let them dwell, dear God, in your house all the days of their lives. Bless them, dear God, every day, dear God, on this earth. Bless their comings and their goings. Bless them, Father. Bless their hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give them strength, Father, the fortitude, God, as you stretch, God, as you stretch us during this fast, Father. Fortify the stakes, God, of your word in them, God, in the stretching. As you lengthen the cords, Father, We thank you, God, that you, dear God, fortify them deeper in your word, Father. As you call us, dear God, as you call them, dear God, to the deep, I thank you, Father, that they stretch their hands to you, Father, as you call out to them. Father, thank you. We embrace the new that you're doing. We embrace the new God. I thank you, dear Father, that you're making new streams in the wilderness, Father. New paths in the deserts, God. Thank you, Father. New paths in the wilderness and new streams in the deserts for them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the new. And we embrace it. We embrace it. Father, bless your people again, I pray. Be thou glorified in the lives of your people. This I ask, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Kimma, please open the lines for the saints to pray in unity.